wolves. Good evening, THL, and welcome to another edition of the THL Power Podcast. My name is Isaac Lees. I am joined, as always, by Based Inc. Based, what's going on tonight? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, excited to talk some Hero and Wild. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. We are going to our new format where we are going to spend a little bit more time going a little bit deeper into just two series so that we can uh, give more teams a little bit of time to shine or not, depending on which way it goes. Um, so we're starting with Hero and Pro this week um, since Legacy and Pro uh, had a couple teams on the fly. It works out pretty well so that we um, don't end up not talking about a couple teams forever. Um, so if you're waiting to hear your legacy and pro rankings, uh, don't worry. You can just look back at our preseason rankings, which are 100% accurate, and uh, figure out what we've got. So but before we jump into it, uh, based any um, shout-outs to any legacy or pro teams uh, before we dive into the, the rankings? Uh, I guess probably Mancurk's Multiple Wives for uh, having a big week against F2L last week after uh, we both didn't uh, rank them very highly. So uh, I'm sure they'll be excited to see their new rankings uh, next week. Next week, assuming that they win again and uh, continue proving us strong. Yeah, uh, not only did they win and uh, do it in pretty convincing fashion, they also were uh, not shy about letting us know that they won. Um, you know, it's just kind of a par for the course for a, uh, a ratings podcast. You put your takes out there and sometimes uh, you get taken back by them. So, uh, and for me, I think um, Stab Legend in uh, Legacy, uh, I think we had them pretty high last week. Um, but they came out uh, very strong. Um, showing that uh, they definitely belong to be at the top and look to be a, uh, a force to be reckoned with once again. Uh, same with the Anoya team. I think that was one we kind of disagreed on. I think I tried to pull you up, and then they went out and crushed my team. So I did not throw on purpose. Um, I was actually very upset to lose uh, against Dylan. He played very well, but um, I was uh, looking to bring my team back, and it did not work out that way. So uh, congrats to those teams for doing well. But uh, we're here to talk about uh, Hero and Wild, and let's go ahead and jump into Hero. I have no time for games. All right, so uh, I think we both kind of took the same tact here. Looking at our rankings, they're, they're pretty similar. Uh, it looks like we uh, gave uh, maybe a little bit of overreaction credit to the teams that won um, and uh, take, take some credit away from teams that lost. Although, for the most part, I think teams that won generally with the teams we expected base. What was your, before we get into the rankings, your first reactions, first um, sort of takes from the uh, week one of Hero? Uh, I mean, there was, I think, what I would describe as uh, two pretty big upsets uh, from from at least our initial rankings. You know, nobody really knows what's going on, but I think the uh, 30, 30 13-37 squad versus Tampams was uh, unexpected from what we uh ranked originally and the ask hs versus no pros here was very tight uh but a little unexpected i think from us yeah uh with ask hs and, and no pros here i mean it always looked at those two teams as always being very competitive so you know it wasn't shocking to see this one end up being close um it's interesting to see like uh, one of the things we'll get into once we get into the rankings is, you know, whether we think that's um, indicative of the team that won or the team that lost or uh, too soon to tell. But uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump to the rankings. And I think like last week, let's go ahead and, and start at the top um, with our legendary teams. And I am coming in with three legendaries this week. Uh, Vote of Some Confidence, F2L Black, 
and B-L-A-S-T, BLAST. Uh, I've got two in Vote of Some Confidence and B-L-A-S-T. Yeah, so uh, we once again agree on Vote of Some Confidence. That was a pretty easy. Uh, it went undefeated last season and uh, up until the playoffs, which uh, don't count for our rankings, and then uh, picked up right where they left off, uh, being Murloc and Load. Um, so early impressions from Vote of Some Confidence. Is this about what you expected? Um, yeah, like, uh, Murloc and Load, uh, was not as highly ranked, but, uh, they had a pretty good showing even in a 4-1 loss. They put up 10 points, which is, uh, very good for a 4-1 loss. Um, but Votus of Confidence looks, uh, incredibly strong, uh, and, you know, just picking right back up where they left off last season. Yeah, I like the, uh, the additions of Ufric and, and Boolean, I think, to players that, um, I know Heatchuck has definitely, uh, played with and talked a lot with Ufric and I think Boolean is, is somewhat in that same category, if I recall. It might be mistaken, but for Murloc and Load, um, a team that we did start um, them off a little bit lower, and we'll get to them a little bit later, uh, but definitely a tough first week to go against uh, a team that um, is pretty uh, pretty likely to be in the running for um, definitely playoffs and, and probably even the, uh, the championship uh, once again. So um, the other team that we agreed on is Blast. I'm not going to spell it out every single time. I think uh, we've all learned how to spell Blast by now. And if not, just wait until we bring back Hero in a couple weeks. Um, but they also had a pretty good showing. Um, actually, the biggest victory in terms of margin of victory, um, being up wherever on a roam by a score of 17 to 5. So uh, not always just about scoring points for yourself. It's also about sending a message. And they certainly sent one this week. Um, what jumped out at you from um, their performance week one against uh, Dante's team? Uh, I mean, huge week three sweeps. Uh, that's that's that is very uh, solid for denying points. I mean, like it's the same amount of points for you, but that looks really good. Um, you know, they they only lost uh, obviously versus Ron Mexico, which definitely is a match that can go either way. Um, but like they just look great. Like this, this is how they probably want their roster to work. Uh, you know, win in the bottom three and maybe split between Avi and Lotus most weeks. So they're looking at probably trying to get a lot of four ones like this. Um, but yeah, they, they look great. Uh, so I'm excited to see how they uh, match up. They do actually kind of look similar to uh, vote of some confidence in uh, their, uh, their roster composition now that I'm, I'm looking at it. So uh, maybe that's the secret. Yeah. It's definitely something we called out um, last week that, um, there seem to be two sort of ways to go in terms of the roster construction. What we see with um, Votus on Confidence and Blast, uh, stacking the top three, um, and then, you know, hoping that your four and five can, can hold their own. And then on the flip side, uh, we'll get to them in a minute. Um, but uh, teams like the Ad Legend that have sort of the two through five, um, pretty clustered together. Uh, I think the same is true for, for Dabs on them. Um, and that, that seemed to be the two prevailing theories for um, roster construction this season in Hero. So uh, we'll see how that ends up working out. But uh, so far, so good for uh, the Votus on Confidence and for Blast. And uh, speaking of that question, let's go ahead and jump to our epic space. Why don't you lead us off? Uh, I've got two golden epics in F2L Black and Dad Legend, uh, followed by No Pros Here and Ask HS. And for me, I also gave a golden epic to Dad Legend. And then regular epics to Tampams, Searchland, and no pros here. So uh, for Dab Legend, um, base this was uh, this was you versus me, and uh, you may have won the battle, but my team won the war. So uh, I'm pretty pleased with uh, with my teammates' performance here. But um, talk to me about uh, what happened on the Dab side. Uh, what went wrong for y'all? 
Uh, I mean, we just got beat up. Uh, y'all have a, a very solid roster, very similar composition, and your bottom half just happened to sweep uh, mine. Uh, so, uh, you know, y'all looked great. Um, like, uh, you you taking a loss, uh, I think I got a lot lucky. I think what we I was unfavored in, in all all but one of the, the actual games we played, and I just happened to draw the right way to get there. Um, and, like, I, I didn't get to see any of the other replays, uh, but, you know, it sounded like they came in prepared. Uh, you know, it was it was big wins, uh, only one out of the three, two. So uh, Dad Legend off to a very strong start. Yeah, I think uh, I think we hit on something with uh, the lineups here. Uh, I, I don't know that you necessarily got lucky, um, but I did think that I had the right lineup against the orders and just the, the games didn't go my way. So hats off to you for, for taking that. It's definitely a good series. I love the C3-2s, especially in the Europe um, series that can go either way. And then the rest of the series, um, you know, just, just talking to the team and, and going into it, I think we were mostly on the same wavelength. So, um, you know, we'll see if that carries over week to week. Um, sometimes people like to deviate and, and try different stuff. But um, for the most part, I think uh, I think I liked our plan coming in. So. Um, hopefully we can keep that going, but for y'all, I think, uh, I think y'all are still in good shape. Um, we'll, we'll talk about y'all a little bit later. Um, but, um, coming back to our, um, our, your other golden epic was Eptil Black, who I had as a legendary. So, um, so tell me about Eptil Black's uh, week one. Uh, what kept them out of the legendary tier for you this week? Um, so the win for F2L was solid, you know, it's a 3-2 win, um, but it was over a team that we did not rank as highly to start, and so I didn't really bump F2L up uh, as much as you did. Uh, although you had them in, in the Legendary, and I had them at the top of my epics um, the week before. So uh, it's not really much movement for us, I think it's just where we're separating it, um, where I'm thinking that Right now, I think vote of some confidence and uh, BLAST might be in their their own uh, league of competition. Uh, can we say league like that? I don't know. We'll ask Cat later. <laughs> sure, but... it's it's definitely used differently than uh, what we've been yeah. scolded for. In the yeah, past. it should be fine. <laughs> they're they're in, they're in a league of their own, you know. Um, and and so you know they had a solid win. Um, you know, I I do think that they're off to a strong start, and now they're playing a pretty tough opponent in Dad Legend this week. So maybe we'll see if there is a really a strong difference between your teams, or you do belong right next to each other. Yeah, this should be a good week. Estuel um, has been our nemesis um, in terms of knocking us out of the playoffs, uh, either directly or, uh, as is the case last season, indirectly by just squeaking out enough points to, to make us have to earn it and then us failing to do so. So um, always a, a fun week uh, playing against Hockey this week. Uh, he was the four seed for us a couple seasons ago, and now he's playing in the one seed. So uh, just a little goes to show um, what a good player he is. He's been able to raise his PR back to, I guess, normal uh, in here, and also that the way that that has constructed their roster to basically have a one through four that could be playing musical seeds all season long. But uh, pretty safe to say that the uh, the winner between FTL Black and that legend most likely will be jumping up to that legendary category for us next week. Um, and then uh, last but not least, in terms of our epic agreement, is uh, no pros here. Uh, we mentioned them briefly, um, taken on and uh, barely beating Ask HS. Um, who you actually kept in the epics, and I dropped them down a little bit, but um, let's talk about the uh, the no pros here side of it first. Um, is this something that we expect out of them going forward? A lot of close weeks against good teams, um, or do we think maybe these two teams are are really good and, and maybe just kind of holding each other back a little bit from that first week? 
Yeah, I think this is just kind of a, a early clash of some some high caliber teams. Um, something to note was there was a a disconnect uh, DQ, uh, and we've uh, adjusted rules so now uh, the games that Doubles had won uh, were counted. So it, it ended up being a three two, but it was a disconnect win for uh, Quaz. Uh, they were just unable to get the game played, um, and. Uh, yeah, like this is just a really tight team. Like showing uh, the Neji Boston Mr. Python uh, terrifying duo up at the top. Uh, they they won, uh, so that was I think as designed for Ask HS. Uh, but you know, it's surprising to see them not be able to pick up uh, a win in the the bottom three. Uh, I think that's not going to be as common. I think that this is a team that is likely getting. Uh, two wins out of their top two most weeks uh, and then just finding an extra win someplace else to get the job done. So uh, both of these teams look great. And then, sorry, I, I went to Ask HS and said no pros here. Um, you know, uh, Agent PWE is a, is a great one seed uh, when, you know, not playing Neji Boston, who is possibly the most terrifying uh, player in co- closed list right now. Uh, and then Carvalho is a grinder, I believe, uh, who's playing their first season in THL. So, uh, could just be uh, they might take a little bit to hit the ground running, but uh, a two three to Mister Python is no joke to start out the season. Yeah, no, I agree with uh, pretty much everything you said there. Um, yeah, it is unfortunate when uh, you have that uh, DQ. Um, even I guess it's fortunate it was only one game and not the whole series, but um, when a series is this tight, um, probably something that uh, SKHS can uh, look to build on a little bit and, and know that uh, they're right there with a team that, that probably will be competing. Um, most of the way so um, okay let's jump down to our rares and I'll start with uh, my golden rare 1337 squad followed by regular rares the previously discussed ask HS and uh, dabs on them basically uh, you got I've got a golden rare in tan Pam's surf slam followed by regular rares 1337 squad and dabs on them so we talked a, a bit at length about Ask HS. You have them as an epic, basically just kind of keeping them on that tier with no pros here. Um, I had them as a rare. I think I'm going to jump with you and just go ahead and drop them into that last epic slot. Um, I think they play it close, knowing that that uh, a DQ was there for that last um, uh, contest. That um, could have been the difference in flipping that score around and then just the, the power one, two. That uh, it's going to be really tough for a lot of teams to overcome. I think I think I like SKHS there as an epic. Um, but let's talk about Tan Pam's Surf Slam. So um, they are a team that uh, we slept on a little bit last week, uh, a little bit of a meme, but also a team that um, often tends to overperform what uh, you think. Just uh, looking at their roster, it's it's, a, it's kind of a historical thing with them. Um, and then Dusharmo uh, calling me out on uh, on Harsin tonight. Um, basically telling me to continue ranking his team low, and I told him that he cannot buy my hate. So um, maybe he got to you because you only have him as a golden rare. What more do you want to see out of Tantams before you start putting them in the uh, the groups of the other winners? Um, I mean, this is this is me being a fan of Tantams. They they perform when they're they're you know put down. Um, but uh, we dropped thirty seven uh, thirty thirteen. I'm never gonna get this. Uh, I'm gonna just call them, call them <laughs> Lead Squad. So Lead Squad, Lead Squad. You uh, yeah, we dropped Lead Squad uh, kind of far, both of us, um, from from where we initially had them. Um, and so maybe uh, I didn't rank this win as highly as it should be. Uh, you know, it's a different construction for the team in 13th. Uh, you know, Lead Squad. Um, so. You know the the roster is is mostly unchanged for Tan Pams. I think they picked up 
Bitbeaker um, for the going into the season. I know Bitbeaker hasn't uh, been as active in THL recently uh, and had to start out the season playing Molestar in the three. So uh, not the the in, the welcome back you probably want to see as Bitbeaker. No kidding. <laughs> um, but you know it's it's a big win. You know Desharmo, uh, Jr. and Oz picking up wins over uh, you know the back-to-back C-Mac and Nine Eyebrows, as well as Turtle, who maybe dropped like three or four matches last season, if I'm recalling correctly, maybe less than that. Um, yeah, it was not many. Yeah, like it might have be even even fewer than that. But, you know, this could be just a big win, and it's just a slow start for, for Elite Squad here. But, um, you know, they uh, that team uh, that was Tonk uh, last season um, – definitely picked up in the back half of the season where uh, they were in a, a conference that they weren't dominating and then came back. So uh, maybe this is just a very quality win for Tampams. And again, I if we rate them low, they do well. So I'm just going to keep doing it. This, this is me right. being a fan. Desharmo, <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll keep them there as uh, Golden Rares. I think it's very likely, um, first off, that uh, we're vastly um, overreacting to the first week by dropping 1337 squad so far, and that when we come back to here in two weeks, we're going to look silly because they're just going to be a a solid legendary team after putting up two back-to-back wins. Um, But that being said, I think think this is probably going to end up looking a little bit similar to um, what we talked about with AskHS and Milbros here. I think both these teams are strong, um, and I think they're going to give... Um, future competitors a run for their money so it wouldn't surprise me to see that uh, we're low on both of these two teams um i mean hero is pretty nuts uh competitive like um all the teams we've talked about um to this point uh can very easily make a strong case for um any of the, the tiers we've already discussed uh, i think that um it's going to be a slog all the way through especially with a uh, 11 week season so um might just be a war of attrition um, that gets us there at the end. And I think both these teams are going to be two of the last teams standing um, when it's all said and done. Um, but then uh, the last team that we have in this rare category based is Dabs on them. We talked about y'all a little bit in the Dab Legend section. Um, kept y'all as a rare, um, not the probably best showing that you wanted out of week one, but I don't think it's necessarily indicative of your team's overall um, strength. So I think keeping y'all as a rare is um, pretty safe for now and expecting a bounce back now next week. Do you disagree? <laughs> uh, I'm hoping to bounce back this week. Uh, we have a stiff competition uh, taking on Ask HS. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that this is uh, maybe, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think we came in quite prepared. Uh, I like looking back at my classes and, and my team's classes. I am you know, hoping to see some different stuff, um, you know, at least on my end. Um, so, you know, I think we'll come back a little bit um, more in tune and, and hopefully have a better week. Yeah, I think that was definitely one of the challenges that a lot of teams faced last week, even with an extra day um, to submit classes. It was still sort of up in the air as to what was good. It really took the weekend seeing what kind of did well in GM, um, people being able to spend a lot more time uh, in qualifiers to kind of solidify on um, what the, the meta would shape um, up to be. And, uh, you know, there's, I mean, the classes that y- y'all picked, I think, are still overall and probably in the on the right half of the, the tier list. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that we're going to see a, a lot more, I think, um, commonality going forward 
with some of the picks, um, just looking at the class selection, other than Shaman, uh, which had zero representation in here last week. Um, every class was at least in the double digits. Um, and, and the only class that really stood out was Paladin. So I think it's going to be a little more uh, concentrated in a few classes next week. Um, so we'll get to see kind of teams, you know, maybe the uh, sort of like the, the microwave prep won't be as big of a factor against teams that uh, kind of clash purely on skill. But y'all played against AskHS last season. They all are in the, <laughs> the grinder that was the, the Teal Conference, right? Yeah, so. we did. We uh, went 0-2. Oh, no. Okay. So, oh, that's right, because that was the team that had y'all's number and you took yep. out everyone else. So. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's so important for you to, to overcome that. Maybe third time's the charm uh, for the dabs. All right. Uh, so let's move on to our last category where uh, we went three for three in agreement. And based, why don't you lead us off with the Golden Collins? Uh, I've got Wherever I May Roam, Inferno, THL, and Murloc and Load. And I, as uh, I mentioned, am right there with you with Wherever I May Roam, Inferno, THL, and Murloc and Load. I think the common theme for these three teams, before we get into detail on any of them, is just uh, teams that we had maybe some question marks coming into the season as to you know, how they do um, whether it's just because of how their PR was distributed or the, the players themselves maybe being a little more fair for their seeds than what we see from some other teams. But um, they all three lost, um, you know, kind of in, in, in tough fashion um, against some good teams. You know, the teams we talked about at the top with Blast and Bo some confidence winning against uh, wherever Miami Room and Murloc and Moe respectively, and then Inferno THL losing that to Old Black. So, you know, the three teams that I had as my legendary teams um, playing the three teams that I now have as my Golden Commons, I think is more indicative of just the, uh, the strength of those top three teams. Um, so we'll probably need another couple weeks to see where it shakes out for, for these three. But if you had to pick one between these three, which one would you be the least surprised to see bouncing back with a couple wins before we talk about Hero again in two weeks? Um, I'm going to go with Murloc and Load here. Um, it's one that we didn't really know a ton about. Um, it is comprised of um, two, two wild players in the first and uh, third seed. Um, so it could be a bit of an adjustment, you know, maybe, uh, they're a little bit more focused on wild, but as the format starts to get a little bit older, you know, they, they can definitely mix it up and play some more standard, um, or, you know, or just get a little bit more reps, get more, uh, information from, from, uh, teammates and stuff. Um, but that's a team that, you know, put up 10 points in a loss to vote of some confidence who went undefeated until playoffs last season. Um, so, you know, that's a, it's a big that's a that's a big uh, first game, um, and uh, I don't think really anything negative should be taken away from losing that one. Like that's just some confidence is just going to beat any team uh, uh, a lot of the times. Yeah, I think for me, it's it's going to be wherever I'm in Rome. Um, I think we talked a little bit about lineup construction and uh, teams trying to figure out their prep on the fly, um, and what I see from wherever I'm in Rome is four demon hunters, which can be okay. But with Paladin being the most popular class by far, I think that might have backfired just a little bit. Uh, and uh, they actually got uh, swept three times, which, um, you know, I don't expect that to continue, not from those three players. Um, so I think this is a team that uh, just kind of got caught off on the wrong foot to begin the season. But um, I expect this to be um, by far the worst week. Um, I, I don't think they're, they're going uh, five points again for the rest of the way. Um, so I think this is going to be a team that, uh, that we see climbing up the rankings, um, running the one, 
is uh, going to be giving every single other one uh, preparation nightmares um, for sure. And uh, the rest of that team, I think, is, is still pretty good for for their um, their seeds, and, and this team should bounce back pretty strongly. And then lastly, uh, Inferno THL, um, you know, I think this is going to be a team that um, you know probably will pull off a couple upsets along the way. But I think if you were a, a gambling person, that um, this might be a team that um, you could get some pretty good odds on on them. Uh, all the way through as far as whether or not they are competing at the end. So, um, those respect to those players. Um, I think a couple of them have come over, uh, from the coin can see discord. I recognize a lot of names from listener series. So, you know, people that are just kind of getting into THL for the first time, um, clarity, first time captain, um, snake coming back. Um, you know, I think this was a good opportunity for them against F2L with snake having been a long time F2L player. Um, maybe getting uh, a little insider info on, on some of the players and what their expectations would be. Um, so, you know, this, this might be one of their, their better showings, um, this season. Um, but, you know, I think they're, they're still going to be a tough out. Um, I don't, I don't want to count them out, um, too much yet, but, you know, I think they got the work cut out for them to, to climb back up. So, uh, we'll just have to wait and see, um, how they perform overall. But, um, yeah, so those are our last three teams, uh, based any, Final comments on these three, or anything else that we've discussed so far? Um, yeah, it, I, I just think uh, I think that uh, three of the players are brand new. Um, maybe Nomad Farmer uh, might be Nomad Farmer and Catharsis might be new, uh, but definitely Seabit and Venus Pimoni. So it's a it's a very green team, and so um, it's going to be trial by fire here in, in Hero Series where it's a. Uh, it's you know very competitive, and so uh, we'll have to see how that shakes out for them. Uh, but they definitely could be putting up way different numbers in in one one to two weeks. Yeah, and I think it was just kind of a, a tough matchup for them. Um, the way that their roster is constructed, uh, going up against Eftel Black, I think just the the way the seeds lined up just ended up being sort of unfavored matchups for them all the way through. So taking a couple wins off of Natasha Rebobson is uh, you know definitely uh, a points for uh, optimism going forward. Um, so we'll see how they do uh, in the long run. But uh, with that, let's go ahead and do our rundown of our week one rankings. And base, why don't you lead us off? Whoa, legendary! Uh, we got two legendaries in Vote of Some Confidence and BLAST. Golden Epic! For our Golden Epics, we've got F12 Black and Dab Legend. Epic! Followed by regular epics, no pros here, and SHS. Golden rare! Got two golden rares in Tan Pam's Surf Slam and 1337 Squad, followed by dabs on them as a regular rare. Golden common! And finally, our golden commons for this week Wherever I May Roam, Inferno THL, Murloc and Load. And as a reminder, we will be back to rate Hero in two weeks. Uh, and for now, let's go ahead and jump over to Wild. More to be Wild. So for Wild, uh, Base, what are your uh, media impressions of what we saw in week one? Um, well, uh, we had some pretty close matches with some uh, some teams we rated pretty highly. We had F2L Viridian and taking on the Pog Merchants. Um, and then we had a huge win from Nofin Can Stop Us. So uh, that was very exciting to see. Uh, we had some close matches uh, with Crab Riders Hair Club, um, which I think might have been a bit of an upset for us. Um, but uh, definitely, 
definitely some exciting stuff that went on week one already. It's going to be another series like Hero, especially with everyone in the same pool, where it's just going to be uh, exciting matches week after week, especially with the level of play that we're seeing in the Wild series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, yeah, there, there's a couple of teams that, that did not surprise us, and uh, everyone's a winner in F12, already and getting off to strong starts. And then some of the teams that either we weren't as sure about or maybe didn't know as much about um, coming out with some uh, some big wins. Um, right off the bat, um, notably for me at least, uh, Mancrick's Revenge and uh, Crab Riders, like you mentioned. But uh, before we get into too much more detail, let's go ahead and start with our legendaries. And for me, I once again have a golden legendary in Everyone's a Winner, followed by regular legendaries F12, Viridian, and No Finn Can Stop Us. Um, I've got a golden legendary in Everyone's Winner, uh, followed by a regular legendary F12, Viridian. So you've been a little bit more stingy on your legendaries this week than me. Um, but we did agree on everyone's a winner in F12 Viridian. Uh, two teams that met in the finals last season, uh, both getting off to strong starts, bringing up 16-point victories. Um, anything of note on either of these two teams, or is it just pretty much what we expected out of the, as in the first week? I mean, yeah, it seems like everyone's a winner is just back to business. Uh, just putting up a 4-1 win. Um uh, against Bash Bros, who a team that is no slouch. Uh, they're uh, the only, I think, really notable match is uh, 6J uh, lost their first match in THL um, to Mr. Python. Um, so I'm sure that was a quite a, uh, a surprise to a lot of people. Um, you know, it turns out uh, 6J is mortal. Um, but, you know, it's just a very strong team that I do think we're going to be seeing a lot and talking a lot uh, at the top of this list every week. Yeah, and, and certainly Mr. Python, no slouch, um, uh, well known for his uh, prowess and hero. I think he went undefeated in the regular season for hero last season. So it's pretty interesting that that ended up being the uh, week one matchup between players that went undefeated in their respective um, areas. So for Mr. Python to come in and, and knock off 6J, I think it was mostly just because 6J was too busy w- winning the wild octathlon tournament. So, um, he had to, to make sure he brought home the gold for his team. Um, so, you know, maybe that uh, contributed a little bit to the, uh, the week one, uh, sluggish start for him, but the rest of his team, uh, very capably carrying him, uh, to victory. And then after all, Birdie and, um, you know, I don't think there's too much of a surprise here. Um, they did, uh, take a couple losses, but put up points, uh, nonetheless. So, um, certainly expect them as well to be in that conversation for the top spot um, most of the way through. Um, so let's go ahead and jump to our epics, uh, based on Julia saw. Uh, I've got three in Anoyo team, Pog Merchants, and No Fin Can Stop Us. Uh, for me, I also have Anoyo team, and then I have Crab Riders and Man Revenge. So for me, I was Basically, just in the uh, same realm of thought as I was on the Heroes, I just overreact to week one. Whoever won, congratulations, you're an epic team. If you lost, sorry, too bad, you are down the rankings. So uh, I may live to regret some of these calls, but um, I think an oil team for us is uh, pretty solidly in the epic category. Uh, it was kind of a low-scoring week for them against uh, the Wild Teach Alphanax. Does that uh, concern you at all for an oil team, or do you think uh, a win's a win and they should be happy with it? Uh, I mean, looking at it, they had two players get swept, and one of them was Duin, uh, and the one was Mike V, so I do think that um, Duin getting swept is something that you can't really expect. Um, I actually, um, you know, 
tuned in to watch Duin on ladder a little bit after that. And he goes, yeah, I got swept in, in wild. And so I am grinding decks right now. Uh, he was unhappy with his performance there. So I don't think that that's too concerning t- to me. They, they found a way to get it done. Uh, and, you know, the rest of the team picked up wins. I think Dylan was uh, too focused on beating me in standard, which he was very successful at. So um, at least it wasn't a, a complete uh, loss of, of for him. So all the way through in THL this week. Um, and then Nofin can stop us. Uh, you had them as an epic once again. I jumped them all the way from rare to legendary. Uh, because they had uh, what to me was the uh, the most uh, dominant week, maybe not the most impressive, but at least the most dominant, um, putting up uh, eighteen to six victory over the Mad Scientist. So, are you in the category of thinking that maybe this is more reflective on Mad Scientists and No Pink and Sopas is fine, but not necessarily in that top tier yet? Um, I, th- I I wouldn't say that it's super reflective of Mad Scientists. It's uh, probably not their best showing that they they can put forward here, um, but. To me, it's not the this one win makes them, um, you know, the jump all the way to legendary. You know, I kept them in the the epic, but you know, the team looks really good, and it might be in two weeks that they are possibly even a golden legendary, depending on who they play. So, um, you know, I, I do think this is a team to watch out for, and I will likely be moving them up later. You just uh, you went with the overreact, and so I had to go a little with the underreact. Um, possibly. Yeah, part of my reasoning here too was um, not so much insider info because you would be a little more insider than me on this, but um, talking to Risen after his match against Seth in Hero, uh, he was very complimentary um, and knowing that Seth was a, a primarily wild player um, that uh, was kind of dabbling in the standard and put up a good showing. Uh, Risen's expectation for Seth uh, in the long run is that he's going to be a uh, force in the, uh, the Hero 3 seed there. Um, so um, looking over here at Wild. So we kind of did this last season. I don't know if they're necessarily at the same caliber as Everyone's a Winner, but uh, I course corrected immediately on Everyone's a Winner after watching them dominate their first week and uh, getting a little bit of shades of that with No Pink and Sapas. Um, some of those players on the list here, uh, very good players, um, very well-known Wild players. And uh, I think that they are going to be in that um, sort of uh, uh, running for best new team here on the wild side. So uh, I think we'll split the difference this week and stick them as a golden epic. Um, and then I think that's it as far as what we can talk about without jumping down to our rares. So uh, for me, I will lead off with uh, a golden rare in Bash Bros, followed by two regular rares, Hair Club and the Pog Merchants. Um, I've got two golden rares for Hair Club and Bash Bros, uh, followed by Mancrick's Revenge and Crab Riders as regular rares. So the two teams that I was more than happy just to jump up to Epics because they won, uh, and you were uh, throwing cold water on me with keeping them in the rare, are uh, Mancrick's Revenge and Crab Riders. So is this just because you want to see more out of them or because of their competition? What What kept them in the rare category for you this week? Yeah, that was uh, a little bit uh, my thinking this week is I was comparing them to what we initially ranked their uh, their competitors and then adjusting the the win from there. Uh, so a, like a, a, you know, Felmy Amarak, uh, we did not rank very highly, uh, but Manker Revenge uh, definitely looked uh, much more solid, and so I gave them that bump. Um, and then in the other side of that, Crab Riders had a pretty big win over Hair Club that we had as a legendary in our preseason. So uh, was it a down week for Hair Club? I don't know. Um, you know, it's a team of 
of wild players. You know, this is this is wild high legend uh, taking on crab riders, uh, and crab riders are strong and standard and strong wild. I think that that rushing wind fury one four is uh, doing work. So, uh, you know, maybe this team is a lot more than we thought. Uh, you know, I was a little bit rating based on uh, this this incarnation of a team's last season. So uh, maybe I need to throw that in the trash and and give them the the props they deserve for this one. Yeah, no, it's okay. I, I think there's merit to your argument of looking at what we started and, and kind of saying that we weren't complete uh, uh, we weren't completely foolish at the beginning of the season and, and where we put teams that there was a reason why we had um, these teams where they were. Um, and compared to their competition, you know, it, it, it would give um, some, some credence to keeping them deflated just a little bit. So uh, we'll probably end up splitting the difference there and, and putting them as golden rares. Um, you know, I just, I'm thinking this through and I'm knowing that we're not going to be talking about WAP for two weeks. So I'll, uh, I took basically like the most boring vanilla approach I could in giving teams that won that epic so that, uh, you know, it, it, no one can look at my rankings and complain to me about, uh, over ranking people or under ranking people. Uh, cause I can just say, Hey, look at the results. You guys, uh, y'all lost or y'all won. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, made it easy on myself. That didn't stop the Sharma from yelling at me, but still, uh, I'll try to, to minimize that as much as I can. I am a softie. So, um, okay. Let's talk a little bit about the pop merchants. It's the flip of what we just went through with um, you having them as an epic and me having them as a rare. So you saw something good in their loss to F2L. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm still leaning on, uh, you know, Diamond being exciting about this uh, and this being a team of, of, you know, wild players taking on, you know, one of the, probably the original premier uh, wild series team, you know, uh, they won the uh, season one after the alpha, um, you know, they picked up Corbett and Get Meowth. Uh, so that's, that's some pickups. Um, so, you know, looking at those teams, uh, I think this might just be an introduction to the, the format. You know, they might be getting used to the Conquest, uh, wild. Uh, and so this is a team I think that's, uh, gonna stick around after, you know, putting up a 3-2 loss to F2L, Viridian, uh, you know, one sweep in the series, um, uh, by Marty B, who is probably, the THL wild lineup builder. So, um, you know, I think that uh, that might just be an introduction to the series. Uh, rough one at that. Yeah, certainly, uh, <laughs> definitely a tough, uh, task to face F12 Viridian and, uh, in the first week. Um, so keeping it close, I think does speak a lot to the quality of this team that, uh, we're going to see more good weeks, uh, than bad out of them going forward. Uh, and speaking of teams that had a tough first week, Bash Bros sort of got bashed in by the, uh, everyone's a winner, um, juggernaut. So we talked about them briefly with Mr. Python taking that win for them. Um, I expect this team to bounce back. I think it's just virtue of playing everyone's a winner. Um, that, uh, that kind of hurt the first week. So, you know, I think keeping them at a golden rare where we both had them is pretty fair. Um, uh, it's a slight drop, at least for me. Um, actually a slight jump for you from regular rare, but I think it's a pretty good spot for them. Um, uh, I think, uh, you'd already talked a little bit about them, but anything more that you'd like to add on the, on the Bash Bros and, and what we expect from them in the future? Uh, yeah, I think that it's, it's kind of just saying the same for me. Uh, I think that uh, talking last time, I was pretty happy bumping them up to that golden rare. Um, so them staying there after, a, you know, 
a, a well-fought battle against uh, this terrifying juggernaut of everyone's a winner, um, I think is, is quite fair. I'd like to see how they do against uh, some other teams before I, I give them a move here. Yep, that's uh, completely reasonable. And then another team that we've mentioned uh, kind of in passing uh, in terms of uh, who they played against, uh, but a team that we both had as a legendary team to start the season um, took a loss in the first week of Hair Club. Um, is dropping them to a rare uh, too much of an overreaction, or is this a portent of things to come for the Hair Club? I mean, this is a hot takes show, I thought. So we're going to throw this hot take. You know, this is a, this is a team of very strong, uh, players, but I think I read someplace that they were going to stop memeing, uh, and it, maybe they are not all the way stopped. I don't know. But, uh, you know, seeing that the sweep, the, there was one sweep against them against Memnarch. So I think that, um, you know, that's not. Uh, reflective of the the skill level of Memnarch, uh, you know, maybe it's just a week that didn't go their way. Um, you know, I I just am. This is the one that it was a is a loss that was unexpected that I I definitely thought was worth overreacting for the 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 spice, you know. Yeah, in terms of uh, the um, overreaction, uh, looking at some of the, the class ranks, so, you know, Mage and Paladin and Priest, uh, Welcome Warrior, the kind of top five law classes, very much represented overall. Every other class, the other five, are all in the single digits. A rogue in particular jumps out at me. There's only three people brought rogue, and two of them were on Hair Club. Uh, and then they also were one of the, you know, only three people that brought uh, Demon Hunter. Uh, one of the only five people that brought Shaman. So yeah, they, they mixed in a little bit of the, uh, the deviations from what would be considered the consensus lineup. So, um, maybe they found something, uh, they thought was going to work and ended up not. Or, um, like you said, maybe they're still holding on to their, their meeting ways. So we'll just have to kind of wait and see, uh, what's to come with, with this team. Um, and then finally, um, we talked about it briefly, but, uh, where do we want to end up putting Mancrit's Revenge? I think we had talked maybe about giving them the golden rare because they won. Uh, I, I bumped up Crab Riders just because of the uh, track record of, of Hair Club. So I bumped them up to an epic because I think that's a quality win. I'm not quite as sure about Mancrit's Revenge. Um, do we feel that they're more of a rare or I mean, a golden rare? So they kind of landed, um, in the, uh, I believe, uh, they were they were golden common to start the season, and that was a lot of us just not recognizing the players and seeing that uh, three of the four players that I didn't uh, recognize by name took wins. Uh, I think is worth bumping them up. Like that's a that's a big win. Um, you know, Felmira Marek uh, was actually a team that I think we underrated to start. Uh, at least I did on my very initial ratings, um, and so. Maybe it's an overreaction because uh, we'll talk about them in a little bit. But this is uh, probably a pretty quality win, and these players might be way more serious than I knew. All right, so we're going to be passing on a lot of gold this week uh, with the uh, handful of teams in our Golden Rick area, which is fine by me. Um, all right, so last uh, and not least, um, even if it is the uh, least of our rankings, um, these teams deserve shout-outs. There are Golden Commons. Uh, based, once again, we went three for three on agreement, um, with, uh, Felmy, I'm a wreck, mad scientist, and wild HL fanatics. Would you like to repeat those team names? Just uh, for old time's sake? Uh, I think, uh, I think we're good to just spend that time talking about them. <laughs> Alright, so you were talking about Felmy, I'm a wreck, um, and they lost to Mancrit's Revenge, so, um, you're giving a lot of credit to, to Mancrit's Revenge for, for winning here, 
Um, so tell me what you know about Felmy Amarek and, and what you would have expected out of this team week one. Um, if I recall last season, they were, oh, why did I delete that from the sheet? We couldn't remember who they were. Um, <laughs> it was like made in heaven. That was the there you go. Um, and, you know, they had a, a really strong showing towards the end of the season. So maybe it's just kind of how this team uh, operates is they're a little bit of a slow starter. And so we're going to see them kind of bounce back. But, um, you know, it's a team that's mostly returned. And uh, what I know about the Wild Series is that the competition is kind of just slowly uh, rising like it did in our Pro Series. Um you know, just the, the nature of it being a, a team-based uh, open format, you know, uh, draws a lot of high-level players in. Um, so, like, maybe this team is just off to a slow start. Uh, I don't know. But I think that the just the nature of it being early in the season, it's big overreaction. So they lost, and so they're going to drop. Uh, I don't know if that's indicative of them. Um, and it, we'll see in the next couple weeks how they do. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I think they'll probably bounce back. Um, but then again, we might just be looking at uh, these two teams, uh, Fomio Marek and, and Matt Chris Revenge, as being maybe two of the uh, sort of fringe playoff contenders and that uh, just so happened to play each other week one um, and uh, got a little bit of a boost from it. So um, another team that uh, did not get off to a good start week one, um, our biggest loser points-wise is Mad Scientists, a uh, team that I think was kind of in that fringe playoff uh, contention last season and just ran up against the uh, the unstoppable Marwat army, which, as we discussed earlier, um, does look like a very strong team. So this might have just been a, uh, a case of, of scheduling weakness for Mad Scientists running into um, one of the uh, top teams right away and not being able to put what we would expect out of them going forward as, uh, as being a, a decent team. So... Um, anything more on the bad scientist is, uh, is this an aberration for them or do you think we should be worried about them? Uh, I mean, they had a, a bit of a rough last season. Uh, I recognize quite a few of these players that can definitely be solid. Um, and a huge shout out to number theory for taking a win in week one. Uh, someone I brought over into the wild series. So it's nice to see him still, um, you know, performing, uh, quite strongly. Awesome. Yeah, so I think we just have to kind of wait and see. Um, check on who they're playing uh, over the next two weeks. Um, this week they are up against, if I can find it real quick, uh, they're up against our other team we're about to talk about, the Wild THL Fanatics, uh, a team that uh, I do recognize um, several of these players, uh, one of which I brought in for my Octathlon team to play Wild for me, Dr. D, who's the captain. He was uh, one of their victors. Um, the rest of the team, not so much, other than uh, Slack, who we will not overlook. I'm Mike Marty B on our center tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of a rough start, taking that, a couple of sweeps in return. Although they, they did get a few, they just didn't get that decider match with uh, Turtle versus Light. So um, I think this team is probably one that uh, doesn't deserve to be in the Golden Commons. We started them as a rare last week. Um, and just taking the, the, the close loss to another team is just one of those things where, at the end of the day, trying to keep their ratings balanced as much as we can. So some teams are going to end up in the Golden Commons, and I think this is just one of those teams. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them bounce back next week um, against Mad Scientists. I think it's a, you know, not to say that uh, week two in an 11-week series is, is super important, but um, kind of a week that you don't want to lose to uh, another team coming off a, a struggling week. I think this is pretty important for both teams. So. 
Um, we'll see which one of them is able to bounce back. If you had to pick, based, who are you taking between Mad Scientist and the Wild THL Fanatics? Um, sorry, uh, it's a scientist. I'm picking a Wild THL Fanatics in, in, in that encounter. Um, you know, uh, the runner-ups from the Alpha season and just kind of had a struggling a couple seasons as a, as a, a franchise here. Um, but... I, I do think that they have they have the talent to to make a, a good run at it again, but um, just things haven't seemed to go their way the, the last little bit. But you know, it's a it's a good opportunity for them to bounce back here, taking on Mad Scientists. You know, both these teams. Uh, if one of them makes a, a really convincing win, that's going to be really huge for them, especially if you know later down the line, uh, you know, it's likely that one of them could be vying for a spot against the other. Right. Yeah, absolutely. This could go a long way for, you know, potential tiebreakers or um, just trying to get back on track. And, uh, you, know, you don't want to start 0-2 if you can avoid it. So pretty important for uh, both these teams because coming up, um, their week threes, Mass Scientist plays everyone's winner and while Teach Health Max plays Crab Riders, two teams that we have, um, definitely in everyone's winner and probably in the Crab Riders, uh, identified as being, um, you know, potentially top echelon teams. So, uh, definitely a key week for both of them, but, with that, base, let's go ahead and give out our final week one wild rankings. And uh, I'll lead us off this time. Uh, starting with our golden legendary, everyone's winner. Wow, golden legendary! Whoa, legendary! Regular legendary F2L version. Golden epic! Got golden epic and no fin can stop us. Epic! Followed by regular epics and Anoyo team and Crab Riders. Golden rare! And here comes all the gold, golden rares for the Pog Merchants, Bash Bros, and Mancrick's Revenge. Rare! Followed by regular rare Hair Club. Golden common! And we got three golden commons to round us out with Felmy Amarek, Mad Scientists, and Wild Teal Chell Fanatics. Alright, so that wraps us up for a while. Once again, remember, we will not be ranking, at least not in this detail, uh, Hero or Wild next week. We will be back with Legacy and Pro. Now that we will have a chance to see all the teams play, shout out to our bye weeks in uh, week one for Legacy. So this way we don't have to pretend that uh, we don't know what to do with them because uh, we'll have data for everyone and maybe even the triumphant return of Palbot. Who's to say? Uh, based, any closing thoughts on uh, Hero or Wild or even my team Pro before we sign off for this podcast? Uh, no, it's uh, I'm excited to see how this format ends up working out. Um, definitely let us know what you think. Um, uh, I really enjoyed getting to go a little bit more in-depth on each team. Uh, it felt better than just trying to rush and, and just talk about a little bit little blurb about each team, but we got to actually take our time and, and shout out players and, and each uh, team individually. So um, we'll see how it works with the uh, longer <laughs> list of teams uh, next week in Pro and Legacy. But um, yeah, let us know what you think of this. And I'm sure it'll work out just fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I do like this idea. I do like how it's played out, at least in the, uh, the recording of it. We'll see how it, it plays back to our lovely audience. Shout out to everyone that downloads and listens every week. Uh, we love you and we love hearing from you, even you, Deshaun So. With that, uh, y'all have a great week. Good luck in your matches, and we'll talk to you next time. See you next week.